Hey, what's going on? This is Matt Bowman, and this is Matt Bowman is bothered. Look out, cause today, you boy, I'm dressed. I think I'm dressed kind of like a like a dad in the '80s. Like you can't see my lower half. Um, thank God. No, you can't see my lower half, but I'm wearing like shorter shorts, and I got a crew neck sweatshirt on, a hat, a mustache, some glasses. I I look like I should have a child that is about 46 right now. Yeah, something like that. I should have a child in their mid... If you don't have a picture of your dad who looks like that, I mean, sh at some point, like, you know, maybe not even an 80s dad, just like an 80s man. If you don't have a man in your life that has an old picture of himself looking like that, you are... Man, you're you're knock knock knocking on heaven's door, or however the fucking harmony melody, however the melody goes for that. You're old as hell, dude. You be you you're old as hell, dog. Old as hell. But no, I think I'm looking like, and I have to wear this sweatshirt. I was originally not gonna be wearing this sweatshirt, um, but it's icy hot. I'm just, but a little bit more icy right now. It's kind of the emphasis on the icy. It's icy as hell. It's cold. It's very cold here. Um, it, and by here, I mean my apartment. It's also cold outside, but it's cold in here. Anybody else have like a window or some some sort of orifice in their apartment or their home that when you kind of sit next to it, you kind of feel it's just chilly. Like, there's, like, a little, there's, like, a, ooh, there's a little draft coming in through, like, if you put your hand close to it, and you're just like, oh, my hand's colder now. Um, that's what's going on in my apartment. And I don't want, well, replace your windows. Well, what about Gilkey? You could put in some, some Gilkey windows. What about just some windows, Pete? I don't own this place. Some fucking company owns this place, and... They're not going to replace the windows. Let me tell you. We barely got a new light bulb and a doorknob. They're not going to replace a whole window. But I'm sitting in this little nook of our apartment, which is where I record this shit. A little peek behind the curtain. And I do that. And it is it's a little chilly over here. And so I've got on fuzzy socks and slippers. About kicked the camera. Um, got on fuzzy, fuzzy slocks. Let me let me fucking start over. Got on fuzzy socks, slippers, and little shorts, and a sweatshirt, and a mustache, and a hat, and I look like I would have voted for Ronald Reagan. Hey, that's kind of what it is. That's what it is, dog. Well, let's let's dive fucking. Let's get into this this hoopla. Matt Bowman is definitely fucking bothered. Today, yesterday, fucking the day before, and the day before, and especially Sunday night watching the AFC Championship game. Now, I know, I know, I know that there was a lot of talk before the game. There was a lot of talk from a lot of people, myself included, that thought that the Bengals were going to win on Saturday, on Sunday. Um, also, spoiler alert, they didn't. 
just in case you're curious and you wanted to know, they did not win on Sunday. They lost to the Kansas City Chiefs, and I don't, I feel I'm bothered by that. I'm bothered for a myriad, let's start, okay, let's fucking start with, let's look inward first. Let's take a peek inside of us, and let's look at the things that we could have done better. And yes, I'm using we, fuck your mother, where did you play? Uh, who are you? Did you play for the, are, are you a player? Oh, but are you, but are you, are you on the team? Did you even go, did you even go to the Cincinnati Bengals? Did you, did you even attend the Cincinnati Bengals? Lick my whole ass, dude. I say we, it's a collective, it's a community, we're part of it. I've never been on the field. I played football for three years of my life, starting left guard, Lakota, look, uh, Hopewell Junior High School, starting left guard, that's right. But no. I've never played on the team, and I'm going to say we, and if you say we says we in a comment or in a whatever, you're a fucking idiot. Anyone who watches sports says we. That's out of the way. So let's look inward. We're now inside. Looking inward, should have played way better in the first half. Um, did not come out with the same sort of intensity um that we did in the buffalo game um or in frankly a lot of our games like we owned that was that was one thing that we did super super well this season as was 90 percent of the time we owned the first quarter we didn't give up any touchdowns in the first quarter or barely any touchdowns in the first quarter we scored points in the first quarter which is great because then you you're operating from the lead you've got a 7 10 full whatever fucking lead in the first quarter that's great we did not come out like that, and we came out and did not... Uh, the offensive line struggled uh, in the first half, specifically the first quarter. After that, we kind of got it under control. I can't remember what, what point it was where we had, like, four sacks, or we'd given up four sacks. And But then, like, we ended, we only ended the game with maybe five or six. I can't remember specifically. I don't have the sheet in front of me. However, yeah, that didn't look good. We did not look good to start the first half, but... We, we looked better in the second. We converted some big downs when we needed to. Um, and also, to be fair, on the last possession that we had, the last drive where we got the ball, well, like I think it was like just north of two minutes or maybe just under two minutes, I can't remember. Um, we had the ball. Yes, we were deep in our own territory, but we had the ball with, a, with Joey Brrrr. Joe Burrow, a fucking great offense. We had the ball. We had every ability to go down and to score a touchdown or a field goal. We only needed a field goal. We, we had the ability to go get 50, 60 yards, kick a field goal, get out of Arrowhead with a fucking win. We had the ability to do that, and we didn't do it. We didn't execute as well as we needed to. And I think people that are saying that and have that criticism of the Bengals is absolutely valid, and I 100% agree. Also, Patrick Mahomes played played incredibly well. Um, that being said, it felt wrong, right? Like, not just people in Cincinnati watched that game and were like, huh, 
going on here? It was, it felt weird at times that almost every call seemed to be going in one direction. I, I don't want to come down. I might have retweeted or even tweeted something in the moment. To be honest, your boy was a li- feeling a little toasty, was a little toasty, and was a little bit peeved, um, bothered, you could say, at the end of that game. And so I might have tweeted something or retweet or something. I was very upset. That's, that's the long and short of it. I was very upset. And I might have said or tweeted something saying that it's, I don't think 100% that the NFL is rigged. I'll say it was rude. The NFL was rude. It was rude to consistently miss penalties for the Cincinnati Bengals, penalties on the Kansas City Chiefs. And, I mean, let's be honest, dude. That scenario, that sequence where they gave the Chiefs another third down, essentially gifting them a possession... That was the that was the one of the craziest things I've seen in a football game. You if if I w- if that happened at your nephew's JV game, you would be pissed. This is the fucking AFC title game between the Cincinnati. This is the NFL. This is the premier game, other than the Super Bowl. This is the game that people were like, "Holy shit! This is gonna be a fucking good game." There's a lot riding on. How do you fuck that up so badly? So badly. Like, to the point that someone like me, I can be a fucking crazy sports fan, but if if I actually sit down and I try to handle it, I understand. I can be decently rational when it comes to that. There were so many bad calls, so many missed calls, so many absolute catastrophes of calls in that game that even me and mo and level-headed people kind of just had to sit back and were like, huh? Wait a minute. What's going on? It felt wrong. I'll say that. And people are going to point to the last play. Well, yes, it was. It was roughing the pass. Oh, that's fine. I can understand it was a late hit out of bounds. Blah, blah, blah. I get that. Fine, fucking whatever, man. However, I also see that they didn't call holding on either of the uh, the the left guard and the left tackle that were holding Trey Hendrickson, and I can't remember who else, but they were holding them. They didn't fucking do shit on that. There was a the most blatant block in the back on the punt. The blah blah. The, I, I'm not saying he was going to make the tackle or whatever, but he, we gave up a pretty large fucking punt return on that, and maybe it was because one of our guys got shot in the back. Ugh. Maybe that was one, maybe that was a contributing factor. I I felt I felt aggrieved to say the least by the NFL. I thought that that then there was like the missed roughing the passer on Joe Burrow in the end zone where a guy comes in Joe has thrown the ball, guy comes in, pushes him to the ground complete like that's one of those calls where 10 years ago not even close to a roughing the passer it's just, it is something that they have and will call and refuse to do so in that moment. So I think it's the, yeah, the the lack of calls on the Chiefs, missed calls for the Bengals, and just fucking inconsistency, dude. Like, it was, 
And, oh, man, it makes me so mad, dude. Like, I again, I know we had our chances, and I know we could have done more. But I just, it feels wrong, dude. It just feels like the NFL and people and every everybody just wants the Kansas City Chiefs. That's it. And you know shit is going not everybody. A lot of people want the Kansas City Chiefs. The NFL fucking wants the Kansas City Chiefs. The NFL f desperately wants a dynasty so that people will hate watch them. And boy, am I going to hate watch them. I dude, I I'm oh my god. It is it is just I It was it's very funny. I've never turned around so quickly. I before the game while I was watching the NFC title game which was a little bit of a well-placed yawn. And it was a little bit of a snoozer. And during that game, I was kind of ticked because I was like, the fucking Eagles, man. Really? The fucking Eagle, the Philadelphia with Nick Sirianni and his arrogant, stupid fucking face and his mouth into the camera like he's fucking... I don't, a good, he's a good coach, but he's mouth into the camera like he's fucking Vince Lombardi, fucking Newt Rockney. I know what I'm fucking doing. And I'm watching that, and I'm watching them beat the 49ers on like, with a fucking kicker at, at quarterback. I'm watching them beat them, and I'm like, fucking, really, the Eagles, I fucking hate the Eagles. I hate, I hate their fans. I generally hate the city. Most of it sucks. Like, Philly as a whole is kind of, you know what I mean? Like, you're still banging, you're panging on the, on the Liberty Bell, dude. It's 250 some odd years ago. And that's it. I don't, it's stupid. Whatever. So, I'm, I'm hating on the Eagles. I have never done a 180 on who I'm rooting for quicker. Um... I fucking, I'll, I, like, fucking mark my words, stamp it, I hate the Kansas City Chiefs. I fucking hate them. I will never root for them. Um, Travis Kelsey can suck my cock. To quote George H.W. Bush, suck my cock. Also, read my lips. I fucking hate the Kansas City Chiefs. I hate everything. I hate the little shimmy. I hate the fucking... I just, uh, no, y'all play, shut up, dude, it really, it's really easy to win a fucking football game when you have literally every call go your way, like, I don't know, man, he, his, he fucking bothers me, I don't hate Patrick Mahomes as much as I want to hate him, like, he's fucking so good, dude, like, you can't, but boy, do I want him to lose, I want them to lose so hard, dude, I want him to lose so hard. Like, I don't even want it to be a good game. I want him to lose so badly. Oh, my God, dude. I don't think it's going to happen. I think the Chiefs are going to win. But, dude, I hate it so much. They fuck them, dude. Fuck them. Did I miss anything on that? Did I miss anything on that? Um. No, I, ha I said that. I said that. Um, oh yeah, just don't forget that Joe Burrow's still, still a cutie pie. And all this, don't forget Joe Burrow's was a little cutie pie. You know what I mean? 
yes, the Bengals lost and the Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl, but is Joe Burrow still a little cutie pie? He is. He way fucking hotter than Patrick Mahomes. I don't know, dude. I don't know, man. Patrick Mahomes, I mean, I'm not going to say he's ugly, but he's not, he's not a looker. Let's say that. Um, so yeah, yes, the Bengals lost. Yes, Matt Bowman is bothered by it. But don't forget that Joe Burrow has got that little cutie pie in him. He's pretty hot. Dude, he's, he's, I mean, he's, put that little cutie pie in the microwave because he's a hot little cutie pie. Nom, 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 nom. Have you guys seen commercials for this, this malarkey, this bullshit? There's a movie out or about to be out now called Cocaine Bear. Wonder what happens in that one. Do you think a bear does cocaine? Maybe, and that's the movie? Jeez. I mean, sometimes people will see a trailer for a movie and you're like, oh, I don't even need to see this movie. I know everything that happens in this movie. I don't even need to see the fucking trailer, dude. The, the title is the movie. The only way I would want to see this movie is if they were like, oh, by the way, this is not CGI. We gave an actual bear Colombian-grade cocaine. And we just, we're just going to see what happens. That sounds like, Cocaine Bear sounds like the plot to the fourth Hangover movie. And if it was, people would be like, well, this is lazy writing. Cocaine Bear? This is like what I was talking about the other day when there was like a movie, there's a new movie coming out with Gerard Butler called Plane. Just P-L-A-N-E. And it's just, at least that one, you're like, okay, well, is he flying the plane? Does he wreck the plane? Does he build planes? Does he shoot planes? Cocaine bear. Hey, guess what? There's a bear. It does some coke. And then it's going to, and that's going to go well, probably, right? It's just the bear, the bear just comes up with like, a business idea that's it doesn't even kill anybody the bear is just like what if we just made map quest again like that that would be pretty funny if that was the movie but it's not i've seen the commercial it's it, it it's a bear which i don't know if you guys know this about bears they have a propensity to violence they kill things and sometimes people and not so much anymore, because once we got guns, bears kind of became a little obsolete in the uh, the killing department. <laughs> Whew. Oh, my God. I'll get right back to talking about cocaine bear, dude, but sometimes doesn't a sneeze just feel so flippin' good? Like, you get, like, a really good sneeze where you, like, get the wind-up where you're, like... <sighs> Wham! Dude, it feels so good. Like, there are some times where, like, like sneezing feels better than sex. It really, I know that people say that. I know that people are like, yo, sex is good. No, but fucking for real. Have a good sneeze, and in terms of release and return, in terms of just like a, it is just, I mean, that fucking, I got fucking, I got blue sinuses, and then I got just got rid of it, if you know what I'm saying. Okay, back to Cocaine Bear. This 
we're done as a fucking country. You know, like you ever see a commercial for something and you're like, just China, get in, get in here, man. Get in here. I can't whistle, but fucking just come on down, China. Sit on down, sit down right fucking here. You know, because we're done. We're, we're making movies called Cocaine Bear. Does that even need a fucking Cliff Notes? Uh, does it need a fucking review? Hey, at the beginning of the movie, this bear does cocaine. In the middle of the movie, this bear on cocaine kills a bunch of people. At the end of the movie, the bear's done with cocaine. The whole thing takes about 20 minutes. If you're fr like, that would be a dumb idea for a sketch. If I was like, hey man, what, what about cocaine bear? People about people would be like, hey man, what about you're on marijuana right now? Like, it's not a good idea. That's how fucking dumb we... And there, you, there's people that are going to go see it. There's people, that's the thing, is that I, I can definitely be kind of a prick and can have an air of superiority about me that is largely undeserved. However, if you go see Cocaine Bear, I am better than you. That's just, I think these are the facts of the case and they are ir irrefutable or indisputable, whatever they say, whatever Kevin Bacon says in A Few Good Men. Here's the thing. Is I would secretly go see Cocaine Bear because it's kind of like, let's go fucking see what this bear on cocaine is like. Let's go check it out. Let's go see what this bear on cocaine is like. But it's like, I don't want to do that. The fact, whenever you see a movie with the name Cocaine Bear, my immediate thought goes to like, okay, so what did they say no to? What like 150 scripts, like how pissed off are people that are trying to make movies, like filmmakers, that just are scratching and clawing with cool, fun ideas and they keep getting turned away by these studios. They keep getting turned away from the major money. They keep getting turned away, turned away, turned away. And then they're just trying to relax at, at night. And they turn on TV and they see a fucking commercial for Cocaine Bear. I mean, I would be livid. I don't... I... Man. Like, again, like, what ideas did these studios say no to for them to be able to green light cocaine bear. That just sounds like a Mad Lib. That was just like, okay, give me a drug, cocaine. Give me an animal, scorpion. No. Needs to be more intimidating. Give me an intimidating bear. Yes! 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 Cocaine bear! Fucking moronic. If you see Cocaine Bear, write in. Let me know how it goes. Let's see what it got. Let's fucking, let's Google. We're gonna, we're gonna Google live. This show is live, by the way. I am DB, which is not super reliable. Like, fucking, that's one of the things about IMDB that really does piss me off is that, like, IMDB, it, as soon as a movie comes out and, like, 15 people love it, they're like, this is the 75th best movie of all time. I'm like, kill yourself. No, it's not. 
There's no fucking... Go look at the IMDb top 250 movies. A hundred of them came out six months ago. It's fucking stupid. But we're going to start there. It's like the Wikipedia. You don't finish there, but you start there. Um, Cocaine Bear. Okay, also, when you type in cocaine to IMDb, there's three other results that come up. Cocaine Bear is one. Cocaine Grandmother. That sounds cool. It's just the story of Richard Pryor. And then Cocaine Cowboys. The one from 79 and the one from 2006. But let's look at Cocaine Bear. R.I.P. Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta is in this. Fucking, that's sad. Ray Liotta died, I believe, sometime last year. And, uh... This is gonna be like this is coming out posthumously. That stinks. They, you really swallow the th and posthumously, right? Because shouldn't it be pos like posthumously or posthumously or something like that? You really swallow it. Okay, here's the description for Cocaine Bear: an oddball group of cops, criminals, tourists, and teens. You know, dude. You know somebody. You know they sent that to a writer, like some fucking guy who gets paid 20 grand a year in a basement to fucking come up with the two alliterations of cops, criminals, tourist teens. You know that happened. An oddball group of cops, criminals, tourists, and teens converge, comma together, in a Georgia forest, interesting, would not have expected Georgia. Would have expected maybe, I don't know, uh, where a 500-pound black bear goes on a murderous rampage after unintentionally ingesting cocaine. What if it was intentional? That would be a good movie. Like if you're just, there's just some people camping and just like a bear comes up and he's like, hey man, you got anything? No, seriously. I mean, just a little hit. I mean, I just, just a little bit. I just need a little bit more. You know, just a little bit. I'm on the brink of something really cool. I just need to stay up a little bit more. You know what I mean? That, if he, how do we, yeah, how do we know he didn't ingest it intentionally? How do we know this bear doesn't have a problem and we, as a society, are making fun of some, something that has, this, this is a sentient being with a problem. And I, I, for, I, for one, don't find it humorous to assume that this is not an animal in need. I would like to see the proof that this is not an animal that is crying out for help. And there is a massive drug problem in this country. And I think he is simply just the most recent victim of said drug issue in this nation. How do we not know that? It's not out yet, so they haven't rated it. But let's go let's go to reviews. Cocaine bear reviews. We've got nothing. It is also, I will say, it is inspired by a true story, which it fucking better be. Cause if that's where we're, if the if that was the original idea that we're coming up with, that's fucking lazy writing. Directed by Elizabeth Banks? You can do better than that. Is this... What? Horror comedy? No, it's not. 
Wait. Okay, that's actually not. This is. This is. I'm not gonna read this whole article because I don't give a shit. But um. Wait, what? Now I will. So there's an article from The Guardian from 2020, March 10th, 2021. And it says, Cocaine Bear, the must-see and must-avoid movie of 2022. Which seems fair. Must-avoid, must-watch. That seems about right. It just threw me because it was 2022. Maybe they just maybe the release date got pushed back because at one point somebody was like, hey, should we fucking release this? This movie kind of stinks. Metacritic. Not not yet. They've not rated this film yet. But I'll give it I'll give it a four out of ten just because I don't know. It looks very stupid. Go see it if you want to, but for me, for me, dog, it looked dumb as hell. Let's I'll tell I wanna say this. This happened to me the other night on the train. This was very funny. I watched like in real time some dude get put in the friend zone. And it was hilarious. I am on the train in New York and I'm standing against the wall and there's a guy and a girl um, that were, I guess they were just on a date or something. Um, they didn't know each other that well. That was clear. And so she was leaving and he was staying on the platform. Um, so she kind of gets on the car. She's standing there. She's talking to him a little bit. And he's, 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 my man's doing too much. My man is just like, ha ha ha. <laughs> approval please like he's doing that like he's real ch really chasing and you could kind of tell that she was kind of like oh, i don't need it and so she was kind of standing there and the doors are just like staying open normally the doors open for like 20 seconds 30 seconds and then they close again these st stayed open for a second so she's just kind of like yep okay uh-huh and he's like yeah yeah so she's like yeah definitely sure uh-huh and then it was like okay i'll see you later and then, like, she, like, turns around, and then the doors kind of stay open for a second, which was really funny. And, because it's kind of that awkward thing of, like, you've already said bye, but they're, you're, the person you said bye to is still standing right in front of you. It's a very awkward situation. But, then, so then the doors close. After the doors close, this guy is who has already said bye, like, is still standing there, and he, like, waves to her. And she kind of, like, goes, like, yeah. And as soon as we get like underground where she can't, he can't be seen, she just goes, ugh, and pulls out her phone. And I am like, I would pay millions of dollars to see what she's texting her friends right now. Like it was fucking instant, dude. As soon as he was out of sight, just, ugh. Part of me wanted to just be like, sir, can we stop the train? I need to go back and tell this guy not to waste the next week and a half, two weeks of his life. Because you know he's not, you know he's going to chase after that chick. And maybe he should. Maybe she's the best thing ever. And maybe they're in love. Probably not. But it was very funny. I was the only, it was the first time I'd seen someone basically get rejected kindly to their face. Like in real time. It was very, like it wasn't like mean. It wasn't like he was being a creep and she like threw a drink in his face. I, we've all seen that. This was like, a, I'm assuming a nice guy who just tried too hard, did too much, and in the moment just got, I got to witness this girl be like, never, never. Another yawn? What the fuck? I don't know what's going on with me today, dude. I'm yawning.
So that was really funny to see just some dude just get absolutely just he does, and that's the thing is he doesn't even know it. He doesn't know that he he'll he'll figure it out. If he's as self-conscious as I am, he's probably already thinking just like I fucking should I should never have why did I, I waved? Why did I wave? Don't wave. Nobody waves. What is she, a ship in the 20s? I don't need to wave. You know? You're just on that platform, just like, oh, fuck, I shouldn't. Just as, like, as soon as you do anything, you're just, like, con just immediately self-reflecting of just, like, well, I shouldn't have done this, this, or this. And the fact that I did this probably made me stupid. Just, it's very, it's, 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 it's funny to, it's funny to see that. I'd never seen that play out in real life. So... Um, so yeah, I've, uh, let's see if you're in and around, I'm going to probably wrap up. I think I'm going to start keeping these around like 30 ish something minutes just cause I, I don't know, maybe they'll get longer in the future. The episodes where I have like guests on are longer. Those are like an hour or so, but maybe just me, maybe I'll just keep it to like 30 minutes or so. I don't know. Just enough to try to fucking still be good, but not, you know, overstay my welcome. I think that's fair. Uh, but I do have, if you're in the New York City area, I'm doing a roast battle on Sunday night at 9 p.m. at St. Mark's Comedy Club. I am at the Grizzly Pear um, and Brooklyn Comedy Club and the Grizzly Pear Midtown frequently. Um, and then, yeah, follow me at Matt Bowman Comedy at, uh, follow me yeah, at Matt Bowman Comedy on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Batmelman, B-A-T-T-M-O-W-M-A-N on Twitter. Wait, Batmo... Yeah, that's right. Yep. B-A-T-T-M-O-W-M-A-N on Twitter. Um, yeah, please rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. Please, uh, whatever the fuck, on Spotify, all of that shit. I really appreciate it. Uh, I just got over, this is, nobody might care, but I just got over 200 subscribers on YouTube. I'm at like 205. So that fucking rules, and I really appreciate it. And you guys are here on the ground floor, because I'm going to be doing some cool shit. So thanks, guys. Hope it made you laugh, and stay bothered, folks. Have a good week. Bye-bye.